I am sick of your goddamn jokes. It's The Social Dose. The Social Dose is your go-to podcast for a gorgeous dose of what's going on in the world of social media. Brought to you every Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Today is Tuesday, April 25th, and I'm Paris Nicholson, at Paris Nicholson on socials. And I'm Michael Judson Barry, at M. Judson Barry on socials. And let's get into these headlines. Today, what's a culturally significant moment in history that you still quote? This TikTok trend is highlighting our favorite pop culture moments. And then, I'm Paris. No, I'm Paris. No, I am, because you don't have a blue check by your name, so who could never be sure? We get into the cases of mistaken identity on Twitter since Elon took away our blue checks. And finally, in the words of Taylor Swift, don't blame me, love made me crazy. We break down why the internet is going crazy after Ryan Reynolds unfollowed Joe Alwyn. Ooh, all this breaking social media news and more coming up next on The Social Dose. We'll get right back into the trending news right after this break. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I'm Paris. And I'm now Michael. And you're listening to The Social Dose. Let's refresh our feeds, shall we? Let's do it. Okay, Michaela. Hi, hello. So my brain has been infested with two videos specifically as of late. Uh Uh-huh. I'd like to share them with you. The first, remember our Song of the Summer contender, Barry Pie? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, AI has done it again, and they generated a blonde, muscular himbo character inspired by (laughs) Barry Pie. And it's cursed, it's disturbing, and it's upsetting. I think everyone should be forced to look at it, and I've sent it to you to peruse now. Uh, this is amazing. For, for those of you, just so you know what I'm seeing, it is an extremely fit uh, man with curly blonde hair and a mustache wearing mm-hmm. skin-tight pink clothes in a very pink kitchen, wearing a pink apron, making pink food. I think he's supposed to be AI making berry food. pie, but one of them may or may not be spaghetti. It's berry pie AI doesn't spaghetti. quite understand food, so it's like this looks like something in a bowl, right? <laughs> but he just looks like an 80s soap opera star. Anyway, the second thing that I'm obsessed with right now... What else is in The Wes Anderson trend on TikTok. Have you been <gasps> seeing this? Yes! I have seen these. I literally just saw one before we started recording this of someone saying, don't turn this into a Wes Anderson movie, and it was him going to the British Museum. It was so fun to watch. It's so cute. I love the okay. aesthetic of it. I love the simplicity of it. It's just a fun, easy trend yes. I think anyone can hop onto. Describe describe these videos, please, for those of us okay, who Okay, so have one, for them. example, from user at Keith A. Fady. Mm-hmm. Uh, his is about lunch. And you just, like, film anything mundane in, like, a Wes <laughs> Anderson kind of way. So, like, very graphic, very geometric, very symmetrical. The first one I saw was from a girl on a train who made, like, a train ride look really Wes Anderson-y. And it's uh-huh. a great way you can, like, romanticize the mundane things in your day. You know, mm. I have noticed with the food one, like with the Keith A. Fadi one, that, and as well as also at Aisha.bow, bow, bow. I just said bow the way uh, um, Jamie Lee Curtis says trauma. <laughs> trauma. Trauma. 
Um, <laughs> anyway, back to these videos. But I've noticed in the food ones, it ends with somebody like a close up of the food that they're eating, and the pertinent person they're with reaches over and tries to take it, and then they slap their hand away. And I now I just need to go gesture. back and watch Wes Anderson movies and be like, is this a clip from a specific moment in a Wes Anderson film? If you know, let us know at the socialdosepodcast.com. If it's not, it has the same energy. You know what it I mean? It does. Yeah, just it's like so a little, spot on. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my god. All right. Well, that was delicious. Let's see what else is going on in socials, shall we? We shall. We shall. Blue checks on Twitter are no longer free, and so everyone is marking off being checklist on their checklists. Except now some people did get their check marks back for free against their will. Chaos reigns and Paris reports. Y'all, once again, I am here to say that it has never been more fun to be on Twitter. It is chaos. <laughs> it is calamity. So this is the latest. Uh-huh. Last week on 420, mind you, the blue check, I want to say confiscation. What's that? Foreclosure, abortion? maybe? Abortion? I don't know. Not a not, not abortion, Michael. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> the blue check renaissance. Uh, they were all evicted. Uh, all the blue checks blue is checks what I'm were trying removed. to say. The purge. The purge, purge that's the, blue the word. Thank you for Thank saving you us, Thank you to Danielle. our social scientists. The blue check purge occurred. Don't use any of those other words that we used. (laughs) Uh, And now anybody that wants a blue check has to pay for it. So everyone was like, oh, fuck it. We don't need a blue check. Blah, blah, blah. The blue check is stupid now. Nobody cares. And then randomly people started getting their blue checks back. And then also like there's some component where Elon Musk is like personally paying for some people's $8 a month blue check status. And I'm like, why are you paying for it? You own the service. Make it make sense. It doesn't. But... Everyone is dragging Elon Musk as a result of it. The fact that his rocket exploded and it's not even the most embarrassing thing that happened to him this week is just staggering. Yeah, in fact, they all seemed really excited when it blew up because they were like, at least it took off. And I was like, wait, let's, if you're going to take the time and the money to build a rocket ship, maybe set your hopes a little bit higher beyond like, let's just get it off the ground. Bitch, I thought there were people on it. No. I saw it and I was I like, oh my so. God, how many people were on it? Holy shit. And I thought it was a huge thing. And then everyone, I thought it was like a 9 11 level heard tragedy. The commentary where they're all celebrating. What? But I was yeah, confused. all the people that got like, confused. woohoo, they did it. And you thought people I spent died. I most of that day thinking that people were in that and killed. And I was like, oh, oh this no. Is, no one's talking about it. Well, I haven't fact checked. I just rolled with the assumption that the fact that they didn't go, people literally died means well, that here's no the one thing, died. We don't know that they didn't. That's actually true, and I would not put that past Elon Musk, honestly, to be like, they sacrificed themselves for the greater good, which was just getting this off the ground. (laughs) Conspiracy. Cover up. Collusion. Okay. Allegedly. Allegedly. So I love some of the responses to the blue check removal, the blue check purge, the great blue purge Mm. uh, on Twitter, (laughs) especially when you hear it from places, not just only from celebrities or comedians, people having fun with this, but I love when it's like the museum of natural history, when it's institutions (laughs) like that, that you don't associate with social media really being savvy. And I love that they they don't necessarily like have an attitude or for being snarky. Yeah. You don't like look at the museum of natural history and you're like, I can't wait for you to clap at Elon Musk. Um, (laughs) The, the Museum of Natural History said, who needs a blue check when you have a blue whale? And it's a picture of the big blue whale exhibit. And that (laughs) kind of humor made me so happy. And I love that the Field Museum commented and they were like, if you stand on your head, bam, it's a free blue check. And it's a picture of the blue whale upside down. Yeah. The blue whale is serving check. Like, you know, you've done something when like dusty old museums are making fun of you. Yeah. 
Yeah, they've come out of the woodworks. Yeah, including like the LA Public Library. They were like two pictures side by side. The library with a blue check, the library without a blue check, and it's the same photo. (laughs) And you're like, you're getting roasted by a library, bro. It reminds me of when people used to like throw tomatoes. Like everyone's just gathering in the town square (laughs) to throw tomatoes at Elon Musk. (laughs) Okay, you know who else chimed in on this conversation? Who? Alyssa Milano, because why not? (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Literally, what has Alyssa Milano got going on these days? I don't wait, isn't she host? Doesn't she host like um a Project Runway type of show? You're thinking of Maria Menudos in the AMC pre-movie video games. (laughs) Am I? I thought yes. I was listening to, uh, thinking of Alyssa Milano. Anyway, wait, what did she say? She said, so by revoking my blue check mark because I wouldn't pay some arbitrary fee, someone can just be me and say a bunch of bullshit. Does that mean Twitter and Elon Musk are liable for defamation or identity theft or fraud? And that Ooh. has 1.3 million views. Oh. 1.3 million people saw Alyssa Milano tweet that. Oh, Wow. Oh my god, now I'm looking at the tweet. The responses are great. Like, at McSpocky, who was like, I'm sorry they did this to you, Alyssa, with a cryy face. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Wait, ooh, but now I'm scrolling further, and... At, uh, well, Brendan Friedman at B Friedman DC said, yes, a similar lawsuit is what spurred Twitter to begin verifying accounts in the first place. Oh, I I believe that. That sounds true. Is this all just gonna, like... Oh, but her blue check mark is back, so after she tweeted that, she got it back. No, she's paying for it. Or do you think she's paying for it? I think Alyssa Milano is paying for her blue check. Wait, but she just said, because I wouldn't pay some arbitrary fee, so she wouldn't pay it. Oh, I don't know. And then she so said people either... were randomly getting them back. Is anyone really randomly getting them back, or are we all secretly paying for it? I don't know, because as we... Again... <laughs> Hmm. All about the conspiracy theories these days. Now that Tucker Carlson's gone, somebody has to create a conspiracy theory and it might as well I'll be us. I'll do it. Should I be <laughs> a right wing? I was actually thinking about this. Should I be like a right wing mouthpiece um, for a couple I don't years? Know. Just make sure they pay you really well for it and well, then yeah. like, do good with that money at some point. Yeah. You and know. Like, like go into the inside and then infiltrate and then. Yeah, you'd be bust like a mole silence. though. Yeah. Yeah. I do like a mole right here. Yeah. <laughs> I just saw an article with Cindy Crawford on that said, where you have moles actually says something about you as a person, but I didn't care enough to read the article. Anyway. I wouldn't either. um, (laughs) But yeah, it is interesting the people who have, I know I'm the worst, uh, who have blue check marks. (laughs) Like Elon Musk chose to pay personally the like $8 per person for LeBron James, William Shatner, and Stephen King. And he announced that he did this. Why? Is it just because he enjoys being chaotic? Because actually- Stephen King hate him? Well, Stephen like King, Stephen of course, King hates, hates him. him. So is that his, like, weird little Elon way of trolling him? Is Elon he... Musk a cuck to Stephen King? I don't... What does that mean? A cuck? A cuck? So a cuckold cuck... of some sort? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's sort of for cuckold. Of, you know the word cuckold. That's from well, your century. yes. <laughs> so, like, you can say somebody's a cuck, like, when they, like, like to be dominated in an atypical way. So you know what a cuckold is, right? Yes. Like, a man who gets off watching his wife get fucked by another man. Well, not necessarily gets off. Or a cuckold is somebody who uh, their spouse cheated on them. Like, they don't necessarily... Someone who enjoys being a cuckold would get off on it. But someone who has been cuckolded, their significant other has cheated on them. Like, I am a cuckold. 
Yeah, like, I mean, I, I don't mean I am a cuckold. My boyfriend. I think not we've heard but it like, here first, folks. Michael <laughs> Judson Berry confirmed cuck. No, no, he has it. Right He's a wonderful, beautiful Musk. man. He was. He would never do that to me. But I, I'm just thinking of like in Shakespeare, you hear it a lot. Like when someone's like, yes. "I shan't be a cuckold," you know. Well, now it's that a fetish. Sort of thing. But also, like, I get LeBron James and Shatner. I mean, they're and you know they're, I get they're national LeBron, treasures. I don't know. These people have money. They don't. They can yeah. pay. I know, Shatner's in so many commercials. Give me um, $8 a month. How about that? But he paid for them, but not Elmo. Did you see even Elmo has weighed in on this? Elmo's been kind of gay lately. Don't you think <laughs> Elmo's been kind of queening out online? <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing with like the Rocco of it all, that felt very gay coded. And then like, he's been kind of sassy on Twitter. Like he saw I... Megan doing her thing on Twitter and now he's like, oh, no, I can come out here and be Elmo. Hmm. I'm sorry. I like that you just turned <laughs> Elmo into Mae West. Like, yeah, ooh, he's kind of getting a little come cheeky. Up here and shove your hand up my balls from top. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's what you just did to Elmo. But I just love his tweet where he said, Elmo, miss you, little check mark, but don't worry, everybody. Elmo is Elmo. Ha, ha, ha. Does Elmo have, Elmo. like, sexual assault allegations? What? No. Uh, let's get out of Elmo. I don't know Poor about Elmo. Elmo. Keep it pushing. No, but also, like... And with that, we'll take a break. On that, leave Elmo alone. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And we're back. For decades, people's niche cultural references have been hidden in their group chats or deep within their brains. But no longer. The trend culturally significant moments is bringing people's equally random and amazing pop culture references to the forefront of the internet. Michael Judson Berry with The Scoop. Yes, that's right, Paris. This trend takes place on TikTok and it involves everyone and anyone, from Queen of Quotables Kiki Palmer to Lady Gaga. The prompt is, what is a culturally significant moment in history that you still quote regularly? And I have to say, I am thrilled because as you know, as a lot of people now know, I lived under a rock for the majority of my life. I mean, and yes. by under a rock, I mean, I just sort of loved things that most people's grandmothers loved. Like I watched yeah. PBS every Thursday night to watch my BBC sitcoms. Mm-hmm. I grew up listening to old radio shows from the 1930s. I was that weirdo kid where the first celebrity picture that went on my wall was Debbie Reynolds. And it's still from Iconic. the unsinkable Molly Brown, not even from Singing in the Rain. So Obsessed. like, I was a weird old, I've been 80 since I was four. So yeah. I love this because I feel like I missed a lot of cultural moments in the, especially mm. like in the 90s and the early aughts. And so I am loving all of these. And I'm always very proud of myself when I see one that I recognize, like the Lady Gaga, <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner Starbucks moment that oh my God, yes. Joey Manda shared. 
uh, at Joey Monda shared that moment, you know, when they talk about Starbucks and Lady Gaga's like, yeah, I guess I switched baristas and like can't yeah. get rid of Caitlyn Jenner fast enough. But there's so many here <laughs> that I don't know. And I'm so thrilled I'm finally getting caught up. So as you are someone who actually has their thumb on the pulse of what's popular and always yes. has, please share some of your favorite ones that you have found. So Amazing, that I Michael. I'd actually love to find out if some of these you knew before today or if okay. our social scientists put you on. Okay. <laughs> so we all remember a couple summers ago on a red carpet, Ms. Kiki Palmer saw a Ms. Megan The Stallion and gave us the incredible, oh, 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 I know it ain't, I know it ain't The Stallion. You know it's your girl. The sound of the summer that year. Did you see this when it happened, Michael? That one actually made it to me. And actually at that point, Amazing. I was solidly on social media. So I am very proud <laughs> that one that one did make it to me, including the version with the piano underscore, which also yes. like weirdly sounds dissonant and sad. Honestly, my recollection is that I heard the piano one before I knew where it came from. Oh, I feel really? like that's how I found out about it. Keep throwing them at me. This one's more recent. When Dr. Wendy Osefo from Real Housewives of Potomac was on Wendy Williams and was asked the question, are you a Nikki fan? And her answer was instantly iconic for how wrong it was and how much confidence it was delivered with. <laughs> what did she say? She said, am I a Nikki fan? Pull up in the Sri Lanka. What? <laughs> Wait, Which what is, does that mean? I don't know okay, this so one. In the song Monster, uh-huh. Nikki has an iconic verse where she pretty much destroys every man on the track, including Kanye West, including Jay-Z. It was an amazing video, one of the greatest songs of all time to this day. Um, yeah. But in it, she says... Pull up in the Tonka color of Willy Wonka with a bad bitch that came from Sri Lanka. And uh-huh. Wendy Osefo's brain went from A to Z right away and said, <laughs> yes, I'm a Nikki fan. Pull up in the Sri Lanka. What? <laughs> and I love her more for it. And I think it's incredible. Bless. That's something I can relate to, though. I feel like that that feels a thing, something that I would do, to be quite honest. Honestly, yeah. And we've all been there. She knew yes. she got it fucked up and she just kept going. And that's but, the mark of a true professional. And Dr. did it with confidence. Info. If you're going to yeah, mess exactly. up, mess up big. That's what every drama teacher always told me. Yeah. So many of my most iconic things that are just like eating my brain away are Wendy Williams related, for uh-huh. sure. Like, you remember when Wendy was talking about the Spears family during like Free Britney? And she said, death to all of them. <gasps> Do you remember this? <laughs> No. She's like, she's just been dragging the Spears family. She's like, how dare you, Mr. Spears? How dare you, Mrs. Spears? Death to all of them. And she like scares herself. She like gasps in reaction with the audience because the audience is like, oh my God, that's what a shocking and crazy thing to say. Thing to say. And she surprises herself in the video. My boyfriend is a massive Wendy Williams fan for those yeah. kind of reasons where he was like, I don't even know if I like Wendy Williams as a person, but she's so wildly entertaining. And I so think she's incredible. we did a deep dive into her where he just like, we watched compilations of her Ask Wendy, where friends, if you haven't watched these, just Google like Ask Wendy and just watch mm-hmm. these compilations of people asking her the wildest questions. Mm-hmm. But his favorite moment, which he said was the, his like lives rent free in his brain most was with Kiki Palmer, where Wendy was talking about something and Kiki was like, yeah, I wish you'd oh, been yeah. more sympathetic when you talked about the story. And when he's trying to sort of justify her behavior, and then Kiki goes, the gag is, you wasn't there. And <laughs> even Wendy doesn't quite have a response to that, but it's more the face that Kiki Palmer makes right after. It's a great, she got her gal. like, <laughs> memeable moment. Like, that was a real, like, gotcha gal moment. It's yeah. very satisfying. That one's also iconic. And then who could forget the Halloween clip? Which one? What was that? James. The Halloween clip? 
(laughs) (laughs) Do you know the one I'm talking about? No, but the way you did that was just very funny. Wendy like sees a spooky Halloween audience member on like the prompter and she's like, gets scared. She's like, what was that? (laughs) James. And it cuts like this zombie bitch in the (laughs) audience just casually in daytime. Well, the thing that Wendy did that to me is by far the most... This is where, like, I saw Wendy and I was like, oh my God, I I see myself in this, is when she called Dua Lipa Dula Peep. Dula Peep. She famously (laughs) renamed Dula Peep for an entire generation. She did. But I feel like I've done that on accident so many times with stars with, like... Yeah. (laughs) Especially pop stars, because as we know, I'm an octogenarian at heart. So, like, I I didn't know who Dua Lipa was for the longest time. And I was like, what's a Dua Lipa? Like, and at first I thought it was, like, some sort of thing that could happen to your face. And I was like, oh, it's a singer. Um, Like a cyst or a Yeah, like, as if, like, a Dua Lipa. I was just like, should we give money to this cause? Like, is this going to be an infomercial? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like like do it like somehow you have a second upper lip or something underneath you know oh my god yeah and you're taking so it i was Latin. just like oh no the children with the dua lipas so <laughs> it made me happy where she was like dula peep and so like confidently saying it and i was like that is a thousand percent not just something i would do something i have done uh. like and it made me think i was like dula peep and i was like i wish in the world there is a doula named peep who you call, yes. you know, or you're just like, I'm at home, I'm ready to give birth, I've got my kitty pool ready, and I'm going to call Doula Peep. Get and Peep Doula on Peep's going to get over here and help me with this delivery. <laughs> like, I hope that that person's business skyrocketed after this, uh, this episode. It has. <laughs> We've all heard about a breakup and wanted to know exactly what went down between our friends who once seemed like such a lovely couple. Luckily, in the case of Taylor Swift and former BF Joe Alwyn, we don't need to wonder. The TikTok investigators are on it. That's right, Michael. Swifties are a more powerful research body than the CIA and the KGB combined. As mm-hmm. we know, they are a powerful force online. And basically, they're just trying to get as much tea as they can on the Taylor Swift-Joe Alwyn breakup, which honestly, I'm not mad about because the breakup feels like there's more to it. You know what I mean? We've been seeing not a lot about it, but things are trickling to the surface. And here's where the plot thickens. Ooh. So... Thank you to user at thickbrunette66 for this gorgeous breakdown. Mm-hmm. She basically breaks down that recently, allegedly, and this is all alleged, mind you, but I alleged. think you can trust the Swifties. Yes. Taylor had a lunch or a dinner with hottie, hot, hot couple Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. Mm. And after that meeting, they both unfollowed Joe Alwyn. So it's Ooh. giving, what did they talk about? What information did Taylor share? to get them to make this choice. And they're not the only ones. His followers, celebrity-wise, are kind of dropping like flies. Some of the comments include one from T underscore Harp, who who mentioned that Haim's official band account is now unfollowing him, and we know Taylor's besties with the Haim sisters. Mm. So it's like, what's happening? Is he a cannibal secretly? Like, is this uh, another Army Hammer thing? Michael, what do you think it is? Not again. That's been done. We don't we don't want a secondhand Rose moment with this. I hope it's... I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. It's interesting because our, Ryan Reynolds and he are friends, right? I guess. I don't know what straight men do. Allegedly, they know each other. So mm-hmm. I don't know what went down here, but clearly something's going on. Like the more people talk to Taylor, the more they unfollow him. I honestly didn't really know much about him. Yeah, same. I don't know this man from a can of paint besides. Wait, who is this guy? But they've also been together for to six her. years. Mm-hmm. So the like the excitement of the relationship has died down. Um, he's an, if you don't know, he's an English actor who then started writing for her and won a Grammy for her album Folklore. 
Like, oh, he's wow. part of I didn't that know he was writing songs. Like, he's technically a Grammy winner because he collaborated with her on that and produced, helped write and produced a bunch of the songs on it. Oh, interesting. So, but he is like a classically trained English actor, right? He went to Central School of Speech and Drama. Like, he's, you As know, one started does. out. He, you've seen him in movies. He's, but, mm-hmm. um, but he's probably most famous for this. But yeah, it's interesting that the more people who talk to her, the more unfollow him. And I like that that's how we're getting to the bottom of this breakup. Like, because neither of them are sharing it, but people are just, like, piecing together the clues from social media. It's giving Da Vinci code. Like, the way the Swifties crack these these cases, these details. Yeah. It's fascinating. It should be studied. And I think it's important to note that Swifties are also going to be responsible for the takedown of Ticketmaster eventually and the breakdown of a really criminal monopoly in this country. Mm -hmm. It's, (laughs) It's giving very, like, Taylor is winning this breakup, which we knew she would. She's Taylor Swift. She's won every breakup she's been through. I don't know why anybody would suspect otherwise, but it's like, oh, this man, I feel sorry, sorry to this man. Yeah. And truly, I could see that man on the street. I wouldn't know a thing. Did I miss something? You just no. started laughing. And I, I looked over <laughs> at a picture a of Taylor Swift during that brief moment. No, I was um, quoting Kiki Palmer about oh, Rudy Giuliani or whoever that oh, man was. Oh, sorry. That just went, that shot right over my head. I, I thoroughly enjoyed those parents. I did too, Michaela. And listeners, besties, don't forget to catch up with us on our socials or leave us messages at thesocialdosepodcast.com. If you're nasty, we may just read them aloud on the show. Mm-hmm. Not too nasty, we- though. And then we can't read them. Yeah, don't be don't be mean. I mean, why would they be mean? All right, folks, I gotta go <laughs> pretend to be Michael Judson Barry on Twitter, and I have to go to pretend to be Paris. You, you, happy scrolling, happy scrolling. The Social Dose is a something else in Sony Music Entertainment production. The EPs are Sarita Wesley and Jasmine Henley Brown. Danielle Jones Wesley is senior producer. Chelsea Jacobson is producer, and Sunny Balkin is associate producer. The show is engineered by Paul Brogdon, Gulliver Lawrence Tickle, and Jay Beal. Music by Dom Jones. <laughs>